Welcome to That's Trash with Michael Wachowiak. This week, we are giving you a second edition of our Trash Bag episodes, where we take listener-submitted trash and respond to it. This week, I am joined by our previous guest, the wonderful Brittany Bassett, to give our opinions on your opinions from everything from the Tapo Day Club to Chex Mix. Here's our conversation. Welcome to That's Trash with Michael Wachowiak. I'm your host, Michael Wachowiak. And this week, we are bringing you a special second volume of Trash Bag, where we listen to the listener trash and give you our immediate reactions. And I am so happy to have returning podcast guest Brittany Bassett here with me uh, to react as only she can. Hello. (laughs) As only I can. (laughs) You know, when I looked at my phone and I said, who um, will respond to my text uh, and has opinions? You were very high on the list. Quite quick. And I remember <laughs> answering back very quickly to you yesterday saying, hey, can you do something with me? And I said, I love to talk. I will do it. I love to talk. I am available to do it. I will do it. Go. I'm available. So I love this. And um, I we were like, should we do this together? And I was like, by the time you drive to my house and then drive back, we'll be done recording. So you could just do this from the pleasure. And you were at a drag brunch earlier today. Which I was. Fabulous. And by drag brunch, I mean I left downtown at 6 p.m. Like, it was <laughs> a drag day. It, it was not a brunch. It was a day. Two of our friends, uh, Miss Golden Delicious and Miss Layla Love. Oh, my God. Both of them were stunning. And, and I, the, the other queens look stunning as well, but those are the two that we know. That personally. we know personally, yes. And I was just so happy. And I also got to see Rafi Santos, who is one of oh, my favorite people of all time. Um, so if you saw any of my <laughs> Instagrams of the Queens dancing, you definitely saw Rafi also dancing in the background. I did see him. In, I, I, I did see him in the background. Love that. We had a great time. It was, <laughs> oh my God, I, it feels like a dream. It feels like, like you have to be vaccinated to go to these things. So you we go to it. these things and you're like, ah, am I okay? Yes. No. Yes. I know. And it's, 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 yeah. So I'm actually going away this this weekend to visit a friend of the pod, Tyler Brown. You mean fan of you. You're a fan. I mean fan. Fan of me, fan of the pod. Yes. Me, and a, me and a fan. Tyler you Brown, and a fan so. in Washington, yeah, so D.C. I- <laughs> So uh, so I'm excited to kind of get out to some of those uh some of those oh, just, I mean it, I don't even know what we're going to do but DC's reopening this weekend my impact so it'll be uh, it'll to be you. a great time. <laughs> okay. It, it feels like a dream. It feels It does. I will say I've only had a little bit of disappointment um oh. since going to the gay bars since things have reopened is we are playing music from pre-pandemic. We are not playing chromatica okay so that's the thing because like we need like we need them to play chromatica we need them to play future nostalgia like the we music need them that to play sour to to, like where is exactly, it exactly exactly the music that we didn't get to dance to like i was just doing my laundry and listening to a podcast and they were talking about rain on me and i was like i haven't danced to rain on me in the club and that is homophobic it is it's it, it's not it's not even your fault but it's related to you <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, 
We're going to get into this. So for those of you who maybe didn't listen to the first volume of this, I do recommend going back and listening to it. It was myself and the lovely uh, Alex Watts uh, who did this. We listened to Listener Trash, and we kind of give our immediate reactions. So the first person who we have that submitted some trash is a good friend of mine, Julie Schrama. Uh, she submitted kind of a two-part trash. So we're going to um, play the first part of her submission and then we'll talk about that and then, and then we will tackle the second part so here's the first bit from julie do you know what i have no time for this week there's two things um thing number one is tapo day club's weird and racist dress code i mean could you just post instead on your on your establishment that you just don't want any black or brown people there and that would save people a lot of time and also be completely horrible but on top of that the whole belt situation like am i supposed to wear a belt with my bathing suit i'm just really not sure how that works um so sad to say it but tapo day club canceled before you even really really bloomed um and i think interesting concept but just horrible horrible racist things happening here and i also want to say what's not trash is not trash is buffalo really rallying behind how messed up that is because i think it's easy for buffalo especially to be like "Mm, no that's okay you know okay so that's what we're gonna cut her off and then step in so just a little bit more background of that for any listener who may not be local or may not know what's going on uh Tapo, and this guy's name is Rocco, uh, I think it's Termini, I don't know how to pronounce mm-hmm. his last name, nor do I really care to learn. Uh, he's a developer in Buffalo, he owns Tapo Downtown, which is a restaurant, he also has um, kind of opened up some of these things on Chandler Street, so there's a Tapo Pizza, which has an association with Thin Man Brewery, and then next door, there is, they just built this Tapo Day Club, which basically is like a public pool that's what it looks like. It had some like nice seating and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that and had, also. Had, like, a bar. It says it has a restaurant and a bar. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> positive of the layout. And they were charging, and I I did go over it before we've heard it was you know all of this stuff. I did go over and peek at it last time I was at Tapo Pizza because I was just curious what it looked like, and it looked it didn't look. Like, I wanted to pay $25 to get in, but it looked like, oh, maybe that's something one day I would go in and, like, check out. Right. So then very swiftly after that, uh, a post went viral, which was uh, someone sharing. And the original post that I saw um, came from the Twitter account at Tiff from the Six. And it Uh was the dress code, which included things like no backpacks. Bags must be smaller than a cell phone. Uh, what else? No camo. No flat-brimmed hats. As Julie mentioned, belts are required. You can't... Um, you can only wear surgical masks. Another puzzling one. Uh, oh, no surgical masks only. Only. Yes. No excessively baggy clothes. A very problematic one was that women may wear headdress, but only at the discretion of security. Like... So just all of these things got posted. It was, it was also, like, no printed pictures on T-shirts. Like, just something so, like, any, like, you are going to have someone who shows up in that. Well, and the gag was they had posted a video from their, like, opening day. And thing. people were wearing the and things that were... they were saying don't wear. There were all and these they comments were on all white people. There were all these comments on it, like, "Yes, everybody ignoring the dress code, go off!" Like, just yep. like calling them out because good it was, for you, good it for was you. Ridiculous. So then, obviously, like the internet kind of took this in a good way and was like, "Fuck this!" Everyone's sharing it, and then it gets to the point where Tapo has to start. T- Tapo Day Club has to start 
closing the comments section uh, on all of their posts. Yes. And then they put out this statement. And in the statement, this own, the owner, Rocco, basically explain, explain I'm going to use explains with quotes because this is the story that they put out, but we'll get to this in a second. Mm-hmm. That there was an altercation at the opening night kind of party for it. And, be, and people didn't feel safe, so they had to institute a dress code. Basically implying, like, some black or brown person made someone else feel unsafe, so I need to make sure that they can't get into my establishment, but I can't post that. So I have to basically post a, a dress code that is, like, racially profiling, like, which may be racially profiling someone, because it's also racial profiling to say that a black or brown person dresses like that. But it's clear what the intention was right. in the dress code. Yes, absolutely. So that's kind of where we found ourselves. His apology made it worse, and he locked the comments as soon as he posted apology, it. Yeah. Which is never good. Nope. That's not it. So, I mean, like, I mean, you saw this go off and I saw you post some stuff about it. Like, it was, it was insane. Yeah. It was just very obvious from the dress code. And from what I got, I thought that his post was more like, yes, listen, this happened. And I've also gotten some pushback for the dress code we posted. So, I didn't. I didn't know the dress code was in response to this thing oh, happening. Yes. I thought it was just like, listen, we had this and we've had the dress code and I'm working with the backlash from both of those things. And I was like, this isn't a good look for well, you. And there are rumors that the the quote unquote altercation never occurred. Yeah. I, there are I rumors bet that, it freaking that, didn't. That it's, it's, it's like a front to explain why he instituted the dress code and... He also in that dress code was like, "We are da- we are a day club, we're not a nightclub." Well, then how come you have DJs on the schedule? Right. Once you invite, once you invite a DJ, it's over. But it, it becomes, it's nighttime. Becomes a nightclub. I don't care what time like, it is. Once you invite a DJ, it's bedtime. Also, if truly, if if safety is a problem for you, I guess get more security. I don't love more security, but like that seems to be what the logical response would be. It, not it to also was like, and in the future, we hope all patrons realize that rules mean like that rules mean that we're doing the right thing to protect us. Like what? No, what? No. If yeah, we don't it, think yeah. rules make sense and we're your patrons, we should say, Hey, that is a completely unnecessary and kind of bigoted rule, sir. So I say, let's fix it. It doesn't make any sense. There was more stuff. Apparently, like, half the staff has quit. Yes, I saw that. Oh, my God. There were people People were like, don't say my name, but here's the tea. But don't say my name because I need this job for, like, another week. And there were people saying, like, that he, like, didn't want to hire any, like... What like you know what what he called fat people yes. to work there like wild wild shit and unfortunately four people in Buffalo own everything yes so it makes I was it makes gonna it, say it's it, a- like so, it kind of like soils the other places he owns which I have frequented both Tapo Pizza and Tapo I like they're like high on my list of places I like to go right so uh, and like you said I the idea of this day club was like oh a pool nice because it's hot this summer so (laughs) like i i was invested in the idea and then i saw this and i was like what's even the point anymore like a a pool in black rock and then basically like said fuck you to everybody who lives there it was very that is another nail in that coffin so we say trash R.I.P. to the not actually yet closed, but soon to be closed, Tapo Day Club. Yeah, you tried. 
You try <laughs> barely. Okay. So now we're gonna get into Julie's second part. So yes, please. Julie Julish. came prepared. Yeah, she she came prepared. This this thing is so long I have to tap my phone so it doesn't go away again. Okay, wait, now I got now I gotta pull it back up. Here okay. we go. Um, other thing that's trash is I went to St. John Fisher College. I love let me just say this. I love St. John Fisher College, okay? Very proud of my alma mater. What I'm not proud of is the decision to not um, take away Rudy Giuliani's honorary degree after there were hundreds of signatures on a petition to take that away um, based on, well, everything with Rudy Giuliani. Um, so just not a fan of that, not a, not a fan of pandering to a conservative audience. Um, so those are, my, those are my trash for the week. I love that she just said for everything because for, we truly um, don't everything. We truly don't don't have time to make a list of the reasons why Rudy Giuliani like has like like she's been done, but apparently we like she's been done. I didn't even know that he had an honorary degree from that college, but I guess it makes sense because I always say he's like one of the prime people who went from like maybe the highest you can get to like absolute like. I, I I was never uh, like a huge fan of him, but he like was like p- the nine eleven mayor, and then literally went from like I saved. This is all in quotes. I saved New York City, which uh-huh. is not true, right? To literally like I the murdered New joke. York City. Yeah. Yes, and, and I'm and like I am like holding press conferences outside of like a construction zone while my face is literally melting. It just got really bad. <laughs> it got really dark. Of- in terms of like facial construction, Rudy Giuliani <laughs> did not, I mean, like, shouldn't have been talking on camera live for the last like <laughs> probably eight years. I know he's been like slowly transforming into like Peter Pettigrew. Like, I have many, I have many questions just, for this man. Just, and the fake teeth that they, in quotes, have put in, are not nice. <laughs> they, I don't know who they are, but they walk the around team. next to Rudy Giuliani day after day and betray him, is all <laughs> I have to say. They do not have that person's best interests at heart, and neither do I, but I'm not on his payroll, so... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm dying at the fact that there's this like it's the same person who does Megan McCain's hair. It also, is. It, it's uh, the also same was person. in charge. The same person who does Megan McCain's hair is the same person who does Rudy Giuliani's teeth, and that <laughs> is the tea. They stay booked. They also do D- Donald Trump's pant alterations. Oh, they stay booked. Not they the stay like in the arm alterations. Like oh with god. The Oh God! You you just made me legitimately tear up at the thought of someone who just walks around with like a denture holder. Well, that's like, America for you. <laughs> also, it's... like I recently rewatched Borat too. You really can't come back. I just you really can't come back from that. The uh, sequel or the... oh, the like the like special. Yes, that they that just, just came put out. out. Yeah, yeah, but like you really can't come back from that. That's like some dark shit. No. I think that's where we're going to leave it with Rudy. We'll, we we will say to what Julie said, if the Fisher students signed a petition saying they wanted to go away, Get maybe, it you out. Should take, maybe you should take the interest on your students over the like two conservative donors who you're scared about pissing off. That's uh, just a thought. Oh, sorry. Are you afraid of missing out of like $55 million of 
fucking donations. Well, they I think that I think they already charge approximately like three hundred thousand dollars to go to school there. So yeah, um, we have to ch- check with Julie on the correct amount, but I believe that's around what she paid. So <laughs> I think Rudy Julie, wink wink, <laughs> Ani. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one we're going to go to is from uh, my sister, Lauren Wachowiak. She sent in a – some, some uh, it, it, this is a hot-button issue that you and I were just discussing, but I was not really on the pulse of it, and she filled me in a bit. So uh-huh. we'll, pl- we'll play this for you. Here is Lauren. Okay. I think Drake Bell is trash. Like, what's up with him? You look up to him with the Amanda show and Drake and Josh, and you start to love him, and he comes up with these racist tweets, cause a whole big scene about the Drake and Josh not being at the wedding, whatever. And now he's a child predator. What's up with that? Lauren so, said it. Thank you, Lauren. She said what? She said up that. With that. So yeah. So there's a lot there. I guess. So I had to ask her to fill me in on some of the stuff. I guess some of the tweets, there were racist tweets. And also, apparently, there were lots of, like, weirdly transphobic tweets about Caitlyn Jenner. Now, again, we do not support Caitlyn in any capacity. But, like, you no, should No, she's, like, her talking about... Jokes. She's saying she's going to cancel cancel culture. Yes. She she is a joke, but we can make fun of her without misgendering her or, like, calling her a man. Like, those are, like, not the, That's jokes. That is true. Um, that and is I true. guess there was that drama. Do you remember when... Uh, what the hell is Josh's name? It's Drake Bell and Josh. What is what is Peck? Josh, Josh Josh Peck. When Josh Peck got married, Drake like wasn't invited. And yes, was so I remember mad. they had like a Lord of the Rings part of their wedding. Yes, but it's also like maybe they haven't spoken since they wrapped. Like, why would they? Like, maybe he wouldn't be invited. Like, why was that a thing? Right. Well, it's just like, nostalgia. It's just. He, I guess. Yeah. But the primary concern here, and I have this pulled up, mm-hmm. is that. And have you seen his mugshot? Drake's, yes. I, I will post this on the Instagram stories. Was he at a wedding? He's like dressed to impress. Also, it looks like it looks like it was taken in like the like classroom that we had to use as a green room when I did the show at Madai. Like that's what this looks like. It's like that like Spring Awakening. It's like, yes. It's like this like white brick or Carrie also did also did Carrie there. Did two shows there. It says that he was he pled not guilty to charges which allegedly stem from a 2017 internet chat where he was chatting with an underage child. It lo- looks like he was taken into custody in Cleveland following an indictment from May. Not Ohio. Not they. Listen, o- Ohio. Ohio said, bitch, we got your number. We'll get you. So I guess like. I guess part of me, unfortunately, isn't surprised because if we've learned anything, we've learned that like people from shows that we liked as children turn out to be horrible people, unfortunately. Yeah. So, you know I mean? so earlier today, Kyle said to me uh, a couple things. Uh, Kyle, being uh, the person I live with, my partner, my fiance, uh, this morning he said to me, Hey, Harry and Megan have had another child, and the child's name is Lilibet Diana. And we don't have to get into that right now, but that is not part of my trash of the week. That's part of my beauty of the week. So okay, the only the only thing I will say is I think Diana Lilibet sounds better. But anyway, it's continue. it's Lilibet Diana. Thank okay. you. So yeah, but I, no, but I'm saying I think it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's not that. So okay. I understand. I just I just think it's I just not. <laughs> okay, but back to what Kyle. So, told. but then the other thing was. <laughs> Oh, wait, what were we just talking about? About Drake Bell. Kyle, yeah, yeah, what, did yeah. he, what did he tell you? Listen, she had a long drag brunch on him. 6 p.m. But the other thing Kyle said was, but did you hear about Drake Bell? 
And I was like, oh, God, what is it? And he, and I was like, he was like, what do you think? wrong. And I said, <laughs> child porn. And he said, no, but you're real close. <laughs> really, really warm. Really warm. Yes. Conversations with underage fans of his like two years ago before or during a tour of his. And it's just like, for fuck's sake, like, uh, this is like God. kind of what like James Franco like skirted out of. Do you remember that? Yes. He had similar stuff that he managed to like somehow wiggle out of where it was like he was like DMing like it just got quiet. his fans that it were got like quiet. far too young. Well, and then you heard all of that garbage with the actress who left uh, the, 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 the uh, understudy? What was the name of that movie? The Foundling. The, the Disaster Artist? Yes! That's it. <laughs> it's the Disaster. I'm keeping all of that in, and I wish everyone could have seen your face as you pressed for that. The foundling? I did pee next to him once. Anyway, continue. James Franco? Yeah, he was at an off-Broadway play that Matt and I were at. Very Love that. So a, a lady in line tried to... like. I have no sympathy for him because of the awful things he's done, but a lady behind us in line did try to pitch him a script, and I did feel bad for him in that moment because I was like, the man's just trying to... Try to like, pitch like, him a like, script. Like, yep. he might be a ter- he might be a terrible human, but he is just trying to pee. Please don't pitch a script right it's now. It's just homeostasis, ma'am. Yeah. Please. But yeah, it's like it's like you said, like when Kyle was like, you're getting warm. Like, unfortunately, with so many of these people, it's like, is it child porn? Sounds like it's probably Right, like, what is porn. it? What, were, were they involved with the Jeffrey Epstein ring? Like, I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. Nothing you say to me is going to phase me because no. I'm used to used. T- used? Use? I'm used used to. I'm used to. Yeah, not pr- past, present. <laughs> now. Past and present. I'm obsessed with this. Please. I'm I used w- to disappointment. <laughs> yes, I I agree with you there. I don't I have much else to say there because we don't really know much else at this point. We don't know like what his I mean, he pled not guilty as as they all do. They- um so we'll see. <laughs> As they all do. So we'll see. As they all do. As they all do. So we'll see what happens with him. We'll move to our our final listener submitted trash, which this is, I think, one of the hottest of takes. Okay. Um, So I will play this. This is from uh, Chris Bennett, who is a good friend of mine and also... Uh, my personal trainer. He's very, he's very great. Uh, if you are looking for someone to train you, uh, hit him up. Um, Might hit th- you up, Chris, because I got a wedding dress that doesn't zip anymore. <laughs> Listen, I'll send you his info. Thanks, I'll put Chris. his info in the. I'll put his info in the show notes. You can, you can, you can find his Instagram. I don't remember it off the top of my head, but here is Chris's trash. Hey, Mike, it's Chris. I'm here to weigh in on the big Chex Mix debate, where you have to eliminate one of the Chex Mix ingredients. Uh, I wanted to tell you that there is absolutely only one right answer, and that is that you get rid of the rye chips. <gasps> Those are trash. What? Yup. They are too damn hard. They are too damn salty. They are gross. And if you buy the bag of just the rye chips, you are nasty. There is no debate. You're welcome. Okay, so I have never heard someone be more wrong in my entire life. I have a few things to say about that. First of all, <laughs> um, the demand of the no debate, sir, everyone has different Who opinions. are you, Byron Brown? Some people, who are you? 
500 time Democratic mayor of Buffalo. <laughs> Who won't debate anyone? Yeah, he said, Byron Brown, no Who debate. Will not talk to the public. Boop, 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 boop. Also, um, no debate. Like, sir, some people might be allergic to rye bread. Some people might be allergic to anything other than the rye bread chips. So, um, rude. Second of all, you're welcome. No one asked. Well, I guess you did ask for the hot take. You did. Particularly I did. And, and this, this did stem from a group text that Chris and I are in where our friend sent the like meme that was like, you can like, which one are you, are you eliminating? And like a lot of people, some like a, one friend of mine said that the wheat checks was what they were going to eliminate. I stepped in and said, to me, it's the circle pretzel. Yeah. Both pre- I was going both pretzels to say can the go. pretzel. No need. There's already salt in there. Also, I want my Chex Mix to be, like, crunchy, and the pretzel is always, like, oddly soft. Don't love that. It's soggy. The moisture soaks in with that. The rye chip is the only part that I die for. And I I have bought the bags of only the rye chips, sir. Christopher Bennett is not (laughs) one of my uh, favorite people. In Buffalo, although he may be the one that helps me fit into my he wedding really, dress. He really is great. I don't want this to be an indication of his entire personality, but it can be an indication that he has horrible taste in check. But I'm going to say first response. This first responder is responding to this, and it is not it. It's not it. Those pumpernickel slash rye bread little toasts have gotten me through the toughest of times. They are the tastiest amount of flavor in Chex Mix. And when you only have like a couple dollars on your college card. Oh, it, it brings it you. It sends you. Hits. It, it hits. It sends. It fills your stomach. Especially if you buy the bold flavor ones. <gasps> where it's it's just regular Chex Mix, but like, it's like, why is it spicy? It's no. like the same thing. Yeah. Right it's now, fine. I want those like little little rye chips, and I want some pepperoni, and I want some oh. cheese in between oh. two little chips, oh. a little sandwich, okay. and that's gonna be like crunch, and I'm gonna be like yeah, yeah. So okay, I'm into that. So Chris, with that, that's an opinion, and I respect that, you for it. But it you know is what? And wrong. he was brave. He was brave enough to share it, and for that, we thank you. He was brave, and he stood behind it, and he, he also said, "You're welcome." So he was. I also heard him say this in person, and he was very passionate. He sold it. So my question for you is, do you have any trash so we can kind of send this off with some things of our own from from the week? This is a very uh, passionate and controversial uh, statement because the community behind this uh, particular uh, opinion and this particular series is very hot right now. Um, and some people are being a little attacking as they do in p- places like the RuPaul Drag Race fandom. Like, no need to attack judges. No need to attack people involved. There's absolutely no need. But I'm going to say that the House of Tishi did not deserve to go home on the episode previous, previous of Legendary, Legendary on HBO Max. That was just, listen, they released the episode where Tishi went home and immediately released the next episode knowing they, that fans would knew. be upset. Yeah. And that, I mean, like, I was, like, thrilled that there was another episode because, like, I'm freaking addicted to it. But yeah. I was just, like, there's absolutely... 
absolutely no reason Tishi should be going home right now. There's no, no reason. There's absolutely no reason. This is freaking rigged. I but sometimes feel I very passionate about it. I feel very passionate about it. Don't you think it's just like, I don't know. Sometimes don't you feel like they eliminate good people on oh, purpose? Oh, they do it on purpose yeah. because then they have someone to, they have a person who's going to lose so that they have then someone to win. Yeah. That's I also exactly the reason. I also personally blame all of this on just Jamila Jamil, just in general. She has no actual, like, it's not actually her fault. I just don't know why she's still on that show. No, and listen, she was not the judge. Well, this person, uh, uh, Jamila, I just ne- don't necessarily agree with all the time. She's always trying to be very positive, but also critical, but also just, like, repetitive of what other people are saying. However, there was a guest judge on the last episode, which is not the ep- this was the episode after the House of Tishi went home, who was just basically non-critical, but had to like fix like three ties or four ties in this oh. episode. And it was Demi Lovato and like love Demi and no. love their journey that no. they've been going through. But like at the same time, they were just saying things like. Oh, I just, uh, I just wish I could have seen more passion. And also, I'm into MMA fighting, so I wish that there was more fighting. Like, what? What? Is this not to ball whom? This is all I'm going to say. I respect their journey, Demi Lovato. I do not need to talk about them because I, I it won't, it won't go well. So, um, all I'll say, the, the last thing I'll say before I get into mine is that, do you know that Jamila Jamil? Well, one, watch Legendary on, H- on HBO Max if you if you aren't. Two, yeah, because it is the freaking you know best that show Jamila, that's out there. Jamila Jamil has like has told a story twice about her being attacked by bees, but the stories yes. have not matched. Like they oh, are like they honey, are like they are. Have I read that entire <laughs> Reddit theory of Jamila Jamil and, and the bees? Her chronic illnesses yeah, and her I, listen, bees. We this, don't have time. This, this I do not have time for and I need to research like maybe 36 hours before a little bit more because I have read that and I um have opinions. I will say, iconic as Tahani on The Good Place. So if that's all she gives us, then iconic. fine. But you know who is also iconic? Is Laomi on Legendary on Correct. HBO Max? Well, yes. Also, Deshaun Wesley. Like, oh my and Megan. god! I mean, oh my yeah. god! Megan yeah, yeah. gives like really good critiques, and everybody's like, "Bitch, that's why you freaking uh, what's it? What do you do? Not mentor, but uh, coach. Yeah, that's the word. Inspire. Yeah, okay. coach. No, it's coach. So- she coaches, and everyone's like, "You coach," and she's like. I know. I did. I did. I did, um, and I do. My trash is very short and has it's like actually trash from like ten, fifteen years ago. But yeah, I was. Re- but I was you gotta reminded, air it out. I was reminded of this uh-huh. while a, a, a clip went viral on Twitter this past weekend. Oh dear. Of Jane Krakowski on Thirty Rock, and it was just what someone did was they asked for the best Jane Krakowski lines, and they made a video where it was the response tweets, and then mm-hmm. the video of like like when she looks at like the young 
like five-year-old and she's like, we should do a, mo- a movie together where we just travel around the country acting like sluts. Like <gasps> just, or, or when she, or, or when she's on America's, or like the fake America's got talent and she yells at, the, she yells at the kids to climb back up her mother. Yes. Um, and I just remember that Jane Krakowski never won an Emmy for that show. She never she, did. The show won, Tina Fey and Alec Baldwin won, but she was the best person on that show. And she never won. And awards don't always matter, but when it's something that good, it's offensive when you look back on it and you go, like, we never even gave her, like, one for creating, like, some of the most iconic lines of television ever. But that's basically it. I just love Jane Krakowski. I'm offended that she doesn't have an Emmy for her work as Jenna Maroney on 30 Rock, and that's my trash of the week. It's very upsetting to listen to from you, and it's upsetting to think about. It is very upsetting thinking about... She's fine, though. Yeah, no, Jane's fine. Like, she'll get over it. She really, really will. She's over it, I think. Because, as you said, that was like 10, 15 years ago. It but, was, but it, it, it is sad to think about. I mean, I cannot believe that Steve Carell never got an Emmy for Michael Scott on The Office. Like, yeah, they, yeah. Usually, they, like, they, they, they sometimes they over reward and sometimes they miss people. And it they sucks miss! When, like, and it sucks when like, they miss people. Out of seven seasons. And I'm not saying that, like, every season was fucking brilliant and every. But, like, you, you like, for what episode? What episode is up for consideration? And it's just like, damn, I cannot believe what's his face who played Sheldon in the Big Bang Theory won all those oh, times. Oh, well, oh, we, I don't. We're, we are ending it now before we talk about the. Big Wait, Bang but. Uh, two things. One, I would love to say uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus won many times for Veep. For Veep, and, and they were I, all deserved. And they Every were single one. all deserved. Every single one. And the one. second thing I wanted to say, which had to do with the thing that you said at the beginning, but I don't remember. So that's it. Well, timer's up. So, Brittany, where can the fans follow you? Thank you so much for joining me today where can they where can they follow you you on can the follow me on twitter at uh britannia noel b-r-i-t-a-n-n-i-a-n-o-e-l and you can follow me on instagram at Brittany noel um mostly i just repost a lot of politicians or things that i'm passionate about or super 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 stupid jokes or memes or photos uh, of her cat or my cat uh, I also love my best work is created while I'm on the toilet. Uh, so be prepared for uh, toilet related <laughs> humor. We love that. And you can follow uh, me at, at Michael Koyak on Twitter and Instagram at Michael Koyak on TikTok. You can follow the podcast at, at That's Trash Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And That's Trash with Michael Koyak on Facebook. And you can visit our website at That's Trash Thank you so much, Brittany. Of course, Michael. I love being here, and you better have me back again soon. Oh, we will. The fans, the fans demand it. Bye. They are asking for it. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening to That's Trash with Michael Wachowiak. Our music is provided by Lightbeats. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and visit our website at that'strashpod.com.